Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fandom IRL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look at our fake audience clapping. This is this is Bobby. Hi. And the, that's our adoring fan clapping in the background. <laughs> oh, that's enough of that. Jesus. <laughs> well, okay. How was your day today? Well, uh, it was it was good. Not very uh, interesting. Maybe I I played okay. XCOM all fucking day. So when you say all day, how how many hours are we talking? Uh, boy, like maybe eight. <laughs> oh my god, that's so many. Well, okay, I was gonna be productive. I was gonna be a good student. I was gonna get an early start on this week's set of homework, and then I was gonna go into office hours today so I could like get a get an early jump on it. That way, get all my questions right away answer right. right away then i can go in again if i still need help uh-huh. but then none of my professors had posted the homework for this week yet so i was Sick. like well fuck <laughs> they posted it like later tonight so i was like well i guess xcom it X-com is, it is. <laughs> well you never actually told me which classes you were taking um oh god uh so, so i'm taking fluid mechanics um i mean it's, it's just fluids um it's is water wet <laughs> <laughs> maybe by the end of the semester and maybe it I'll will be, able be. To tell you that <laughs> um i mean it's it's mostly air that you deal with anyway right um but uh yeah it's i don't know it's it's fine i think it's i think fluids is interesting but it's really fucking hard and my professor talks just a million miles an hour and yeah. like I'm pretty sure he actually like like slips into speaking French sometimes like halfway. How does how do, what? In, well, well, like he's 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 French. Well, but right, like sometimes but like, he just he just like says stuff, and I'm pretty sure it's not English. Oh my god! I don't god. know if he's like talking to like another student in the class to like clarify something, or if he's just talking French. I I have no idea. Weird. Um, then I'm in two different uh, differential equations classes, both of which are pretty bogus. <laughs> That makes me want to gag. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. So is it just three then? Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, that's not the worst. I guess. I, it sounds terrible, but you know, it's not my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So so sympath- I, I, so sympathetic. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I just don't understand anything about engineering. I just. I really just don't. <laughs> yeah. I Even mean, though I was in science, but like you know, you know. Right, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. No, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just whatever. It's just fucking math. It's all the same. Yeah. So XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> so XCOM. Jesus I, I Christ! I think like, like every like year or so, I go through like a phase where I get back into XCOM two, and I just, I just know life the shit out of it until Aww. I either finish the game or some tragedy happens and I lose everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I've never really been big into XCOM. I, I try to get like big into games, but I'm, a, I'm a big like I get addicted to one for like a week and then I drop it and then I do another one. And there, there have been a very few games where I just like hop into one for like, like months at a time. Like, I just don't know why I can't get, like, I have a very, like, short-term, not short-term memory, what's the, like, a short attention span, so, like, I get very bored with things very easily, so I'm like, eh, meh, 
I'll just drop it and do something else. And XCOM, that's that's, what? that's fair. Yeah, or, X, XCOM fair. just feels like one of those games where it's like I have to like commit to. It's kind of like Dota. Like once I learned League, I suppose I could just transfer over to Dota, but I never really got like the 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 gusto to really just hop over. Yeah, well, I mean, why would you if you have a game that you already like? That's basically the same. See, but thing. that's <laughs> but that's the trap though, because like you want to do new games and stuff. Maybe that's why I I don't stick to games as long because I, I like to do like new things and. Yeah, I don't sure, know. sure. I don't know. I mean, hey, XCOM can be over quick if you play it at eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> just put all of it in. Instead of eight one-hour sessions, just do one eight-hour session. And you'll be you'll be set. Oh my god! Yeah, it's Man. really really amazing game though. Probably, I think top five personal favorites of all time for sure. Easy. Holy f- god! Really, top yeah, five I, games I, of all time for you for me yeah yeah oh my god i like it a lot it's so good wow that's that's I've, pretty I've, high up there i i made because you can like customize your soldiers you know yeah uh and it's it's permadeath so like uh, uh. I, I i made our entire like friend group and everything uh many many of you have died <laughs> <laughs> I, I regret to inform you that you're, you're already long gone <laughs> oh my god that's that's kind of like uh, what, what the what the hell is that game called that you would, uh, that you play all the time? Um, Switch. Um, God, what is it? I'm losing my mind. Smash. No. Um, God, the anime one, not the anime one, but that style. Fire Emblem. Yeah, not anime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much anime. It, it basically is anime. Fire Emblem. Yeah, that kind of reminds me like where you just like lose a character and they're just gone. See, the thing is, I, th- I think that's why I'm on an XCOM kick, honestly, because I was playing Fire Emblem, and, like, t- technically, Fire Emblem is, like, a permadeath strategy yeah. game, but you'll never actually lose anyone, like, mm-hmm. in this in this newest Fire Emblem, you have the ability to rewind time, and you can okay, do it, like, bogus. you can do it, like, 15 times towards the end of the game, so, like... Oh, my God. Like you'll never lose anyone. Like if if someone dies, you can just rewind. Like and you can rewind like to any point in the time. So so you can just restart the entire mission from the start if you really want to. And like, like you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of like saving before you're about to go catch like Lugia, and then just like turning it off <laughs> and then just you know, restarting. Is there some meme? Or, <laughs> I saw a meme or whatever. It was like you save in front of Lugia by two thousand two thousand four hundred fifty six time. I've tried to capture shiny Lugia. <laughs> it's so funny yeah i mean hey that, that's what you got to do sometimes yeah i know um, one of my friends was trying to get all the legendaries in a quick ball oh my god that's so tough yeah <laughs> or like a, like a premiere ball like the pity ball they give you when you, you buy 10 <laughs> like oh i'm sorry and they give you like a they give you a premiere ball I'm like what the hell is this and you look at the description and it's just like a ball because <laughs> you're pathetic and you bought 10 pokeballs it's some it's just a pokeball but someone forgot to put the red on it <laughs> yeah it was like yeah they forgot to put the red on it and they just like threw it at you and it didn't work jesus christ premiere balls are garbage anyway um did you see that like the switch like brought out like a bunch of like uh, snes snes games like back to uh back to light on the, on the switch yeah 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 that's that's really cool i'm I'm glad they're finally, like, having some form of virtual console because, like, Switch has 
like like every like Xbox and PlayStation both have free games every month if you subscribe to their online service, right? Yeah. PlayStation, uh, in particular, is like insane. Like they give right. they put out like AAA games and like full titles all the time, and it's nuts. And mm-hmm. like Nintendo literally has the biggest like stock of games that they could just give like they you could just get a free like snes game a month right you know for subscribing and it it would they could do that for fucking years and never run out right so like i'm glad they're finally like giving something to the people that pay for their online service yeah no kidding there's a bunch of like really old games that i really liked like the old like star fox and like kirby dreamland and stuff like that yeah Um, dude they have like like just random like super mario world there's a lot of mario games obviously like yoshi's island and stuff like that but also like yoshi Zelda cookie and, like, excuse me did you play yoshi cookie no what is this oh my god yoshi cookie was like my i think that might be like the first video game i ever played <laughs> what in god i need to look this up yoshi cookie <laughs> what, I guess what is this funny. it's like a puzzle game <laughs> oh yoshi's cookie okay this reminds me of Pokemon Puzzle League a little bit. I haven't even seen it's, what it looks yes, like. Though. Yes, very much. Is it very literally much. Pokemon? Okay. Uh, Yoshi's not, Cookie. Not, not entirely. Oh my god. Yeah, because we, we had a we had a SNES gr- when I was growing up, and mm-hmm. I we had like only three games for it. It was it was my brother's, but um, yeah, that that was one of the games, and that was I think that was like the the most like g-rated one when i was like five so that's what i got to play (laughs) i was looking through the description of yoshi's cookie and like under reception it says receive mixed to positive reviews (laughs) dude fucking best game right ranked (laughs) games radar ranked at 48th best game available on the game boy top five all time (laughs) (laughs) top five all time in my heart Tetris DS features a Yoshi's Cookie backdrop for its puzzle mode. Interesting. Oh my god. I, I think I actually remember that. I think I had that game. Hmm. <laughs> As of October 2010, a copy of the special limited edition of the game cost 157,000 yen, approximately $2,000. What? Two Wait. Th- yeah. Apparently, yeah, like a limited Does edition it- version of the game, $2,000. Oh, limited edition. I was gonna say I've got that shit in my basement somewhere. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, no. <laughs> limited edition of the game. I think it's probably like a theme. Oh. Yeah. Sadly. That's okay. Damn. I, I wouldn't you, sell it. You know, she's cookie corrupt in the oven to cookie. <laughs> what? The twelve most expensive video games in Tokyo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the name of, I think it was like a name of like a knockoff not a knockoff it was like the uh, translation or something <laughs> of, of the title of the game anyway wow I had never heard have of this you, game before dude it's a classic Unbelievable. have you ever uh, speaking of translation errors have you ever like looked up uh, like titles of <laughs> shine get like, <laughs> no I'm <just> kidding <laughs> yeah uh, pretty much but like titles of movies that are like have different names in japan no it's fucking hilarious hang on okay i'm gonna look this up as well you said like u.s uh u.s movies that have different titles in japan uh no uh or well, other they're, way. they're in they're they're the titles in japan um but oh, dr- oh, tra- okay. dr- translated directly back to uh like <laughs> so- okay i looked some of them up 
is it? Yeah, like Napoleon Dynamite is bus yeah. man. <laughs> bus man. Unbelievable. I think. What? The... Fast and Furious Wild Speed Max. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. One of them is called like one of the Fast and Furiouses. All of them are different. I think one of them is called like. Oh yeah, <laughs> Wild Speed. Wild Speed X two. <laughs> <laughs> wild speed x3 tokyo drift wild speed max wild speed mega max wild speed euro mission jesus christ <laughs> there's too many missions the freaky friday is fortune cookie excuse me <laughs> For- that's- john malkovich's malkovich's hole <laughs> <laughs> wow these are crazy what? karate kid is best kid <laughs> up translates to grandpa carl's flying house <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, that's they're not that's wrong. actually a more accurate. Title. I know that's it's almost like too accurate. You know what I mean? It's like tra- <laughs> it's like describing the joke. You know? Yeah. Ferris suddenly one morning. <laughs> oh my Ferris god! Day off. That's unreal. Wow. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. It's a nice little treat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Good god. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So I saw on um, what was it? It might have been like the fandom.com like website or whatever. I don't remember how I saw this, but I saw that like Game of Thrones is doing like a bunch of spin-offs. Um or they're, they're oh, yeah. okay, they're not doing spin-offs. I heard they're they're in development from what I've seen. Um Yeah, um what I heard this was a really long time ago, so maybe this isn't the case anymore, but I heard that they were they had like four different teams of writers and um they they were gonna have each of them like come up with a pitch for a show and then like uh they'd just choose the best one and make that mm-hmm. i i think i did hear that somewhere too i must have just been like a weird headline or something like that i don't know if it was i, I don't know how real that is maybe it is i don't know what would what would your uh what would your ideal spinoff be I mean, I I wanted more from like, um, like Children of the Forest and um, the Night King, it's just bare bones. Like I wanted to have like a whole background on that story and how that came to be, because I think that'd be interesting and like how you it could very well like tie into that first like episode, even the first season as a whole. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think that was obviously as a lot of people would agree. I think the last season kind of got short with the. Um, got cut short with the children of the forest slash um the main plot of the whole of the whole show (laughs) being winter is coming and then it just got like it got trumped by you know the the fighting feuds and like of the families and stuff but i don't know yeah i kind of i kind of thought the theme of the show was that like all this like petty drama and like warring over this iron throne happens in king's landing and all these families hate each other but like none of it fucking matters and like the real threat is up north and like all these like stupid people are just gonna get their shit rocked if they don't wake up right but, like i guess not <laughs> yeah yeah it's just dumb also if you haven't watched game of thrones this is about to be a spoiler so if you don't want to know <laughs> what's coming don't skip actually just probably don't listen for a long time and just keep guessing on when we're going to stop talking about it just, maybe just pick, not just pick a different episode no don't pick a different episode <laughs> just keep <laughs> listening <laughs> okay we'll spoil it for you anyway incoming so basically like 
Arya just like yeets the fu- <laughs> yeets her knife into <laughs> the other hand and just stabs him in the heart. And that's oh the, that's God. it. That's that's it. That it was I see like I I liked I liked how it ended. I just didn't like who did it. I know they were like, "Oh, but if it was Jon Snow, it would be too it'd be too uh everyone would have guessed that. It was Arya, like she like you know, everyone would have loved that. Like See, here's here's the thing. Here's here's I mean, I don't want to rant about the last season too much, but like here's here's what I think most of all is wrong with it. These these showrunners they they they've mistaken the Game of Thrones world of like sort of it's very honorless and like uh it's very brutal and like very realistic and unforgiving. Uh, and that is not super common in fantasy worlds, I guess. Um, and they, they've, they've taken that idea why many people like the show. Um, and they've, they've mistaken that for, for just the pure novelty of subverting your expectations. And instead of saying, here's this crazy thing that like, like, Here's the thing, like, you you can't imagine it would actually happen in this show, but it mm-hmm. happens anyway, you know? Like, Ned Stark dying. Like, right. You, you, do, you don't think they'd ever kill the character. Dude, that the was the craziest but- thing when I first saw that, like, when Ned Stark died. Like, holy God. Like, I saw that, and I'm like, who is going to, like, who's going to be the main character of this show? But they made it work, and, like, it was so cool. And, like, yeah. because it didn't, it didn't matter. He was still, like, there in spirit. But, like, it still, it didn't matter that he died. It was just, like, crazy. It's like, what? He was going to be the main character of the show. Yeah, like, right? Like like yes, that subverts your expectations, but it it does it, it earns it, you know? Right, like yeah. they this whole last season was just like hmm, well, let's see what they won't guess. Mm-hmm. And then then it ends up making zero sense because <sighs> obviously everything that has made sense or would make sense has been guessed already. See, I, I've, I agree with you, but I think there's also like the fact, I think that one of the biggest flaws for me in my eyes was that they just really like shrunk it down to, to like six episodes, which really didn't make sense to me. Like, I mean, it, it makes sense in the fact that like, they want to put on like all these, they want to have like really long episodes that have all of these cool effects and like make it like a movie and like, you know, they want to make it look good and like, you know, please all the people who just casually watch the show and don't really care about like, you know, like the lore and how it's transformed over the seasons and stuff like that. Like, it's just been like, all of a sudden it turned into like this, like, let's throw a bunch of crap together and see if it sticks and like, make it seem like a movie and have this like quote unquote epic ending. But I, they should have just kept it in like, you know, 10, 10 or 12 episodes like normal. And then they would have had more time for like all of these side plots they would have like all that that we wanted more like satisfaction with. They could have stretched out the Night King stuff for like two more episodes, maybe, and like into more like interesting endings and stuff like that. Like they could have like extended like all of these different fights and like I don't know. There's just so so much more room for like expansion if they just had like hour long episodes that lasted like fifteen episodes instead of like six that like was like an hour and a half each. Granted, I don't think they were that... I, I really don't think they were as bad as people were making it out to be. I don't think it was good, but, like, I think it, it wasn't horrible. But it definitely could have been done better, in my opinion. But I don't know. I I mean, I, I definitely agree with uh, that they should have done more. Like, honestly, uh, the last two seasons should have been four. 
Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't get why they are trying to rush shit so much. Like, it's the most watched show on television. Milk that shit like everyone else does, you know? Right, exactly. Like, if if it was Disney making this shit, it'd, it'd be a hundred seasons long. S- six seasons in um, a movie. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. The Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, 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 I might disagree with how bad it was, though. I thought it was pretty fucking atrocious. Yeah. I think, so I, so I saw, the, so I saw, um, I think it was just on Wikipedia, honestly. So, you know, grain of salt, but. Um, there was all up until the last season, like episodes, like, or excuse me, the seasons like one through seven got like in the nineties for approval for like everything. And I think the last season got 50%, <laughs> like 50, like it, it goes like 90, 91, 98, 95, 93, 54. Like what? <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was insane. Honestly, I'm surprised it's not worse. I'm surprised like the fucking people on the internet didn't just like, witch hunt and crucify the shit out of that but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i don't know it's it i i just don't get how it happened really like they had mm-hmm. to know it wasn't gonna be good when they were like putting it out all the actors did mm-hmm. okay so this is an interesting fact too so i looked up the fandom of game of thrones right and it said as of okay and also keep in mind this fact is as of 2013 so from the time this is recorded six years ago so about 58% of the series viewer, series viewers were male and 42% female. And the average male viewer was 41 years old. <laughs> I can I refuse to believe that's true. Oh my that's, god. That's the average. You cannot tell me that 55 like like uh, like you know t- <laughs> 20 20 year olds and 60 61 year olds are averaging out to be 41 there's just no way like i mean granted it was as of 2013 when the show was more niche and like you know it wasn't like quite as blow up as it is now well but like 2013 was what was that like season one or two um season or mm, wait oh no um, i think it was like probably three that, or four that, yeah that's probably probably season like release dates but. of game of thrones yeah i mean yeah well i mean no one fucking watched it then um Okay, so um, twenty April seventeenth, twenty eleven is when Game of Thrones premiered. Okay, sure. You should you should look up the the viewership rating uh, or the number of viewers like per season. Okay, I yeah I remember looking it up after season like six and it was it was just astronomical how much it had grown. Yeah, it really exploded. I think I think the the explosivity and like. I don't know what the word is, but like the tendency of the fan base to just like dissect everything is kind of part. It was part of its downfall as well, you know. Like that—that's yeah. what led them to to think that they needed to do something that they right. wouldn't think of because everyone is constantly analyzing everything. Right. Yeah. It was pretty insane. Like, there's so many people that you can, and, and at the same time, you can't satisfy everyone. I mean, that sounds stupid to say, but like. I mean, a lot of people like did enjoy it, but like clearly most people didn't. But like, I I would argue to say it was entertaining, right? Like I'd argue to say like the, sure, like <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, it's a no, quality I, TV show with a high well, budget and like well, yeah. cool action. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I, I was happy with like the 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 scale and like 
like all of the scenes were good and like as much as i didn't like what was happening it like looked good doing it you know what i mean like it did its job in that sense so for casual oh, sure. viewers who just wanted to see an entertaining ending i'm sure you know up to par but i don't know uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god game of thrones finale by the numbers 19.3 million viewers who turned in across platforms to HBO's airing of the finale. Uh, 2.2 million when it when it debuted. Wow, the debut got 2 million? That's yeah, that, crazy. That is kind of crazy. But also 20 million is like ridiculous. There was a apparently there was a 14%. Okay, this is as of forbes.com, so um, as of, so it was a 14% rise in average linear viewership th- this year compared to the last year, be- season 7 in, into 8, I think. Hmm. Um, wait, actually, let me check the date on this. Yeah, this is 2019, yeah. Um, so, let me see here. So, average gross audience per episode for Thrones across all platforms is 44 million people. Oh, my God. Yeah that's so um, many 10 million that, there's t- there was 10 million for perspective how much it like social media and like just word of mouth like spread game of thrones 10 million people uh an additional an additional 10 million people more gross, gross viewers watching it in season eight than season seven damn 10 million just from seven to eight yeah my god I'm sure it's a lot of people just like hopping on the bandwagon. I mean, it has to be. What else is it? Well, of I mean? course. But, like, well, obviously, but like it, from from like season four onwards, like that's right, all. Yeah. That, all I, it was. I think I joined at season four or five. I don't remember where 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 it was. I hadn't re- honestly. I really hadn't heard of it much. I had you know whatever. But it was it was slowly starting to grow, and I'm like, all right, let's check it out. And it was pretty popular. Um, I'm, well, I'm kind of like a I'm one of those sleaze bags who's way too proud of this, but I. You know, I started uh, watching around season two. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so I said like 2.2 million people tuned into the first episode, but then 3 million people watched the season one finale. So, I mean, not a whole lot of growth. I mean, it's still a lot, obviously, but not a whole lot of like growth throughout the season. But it's also the first first season. Like, who cares? Yeah, crazy Um, how much it grew. mm -hmm. Like, that's that's nuts. Apparently, 11.9 million people was the previous record for an HBO finale set by The <laughs> Sopranos. <laughs> and now they have 44 million. Now it's th- four times that. Christ Jesus. almighty. Jesus. Yeah, some fun facts about Game of Thrones. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of people. Who's who's uh, who's your favorite character? That is a tough one. Ramsey. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, he was <laughs> he, done, he a, was done super well. I mean, like I. Yeah, he's a, he's a good character, just right. not a good person. Right. Yeah. His. I think his character was done like pretty well. I don't. I know. I did, like not once was I like. Uh, I don't think that's what you know what I mean. Like the entire time, like like genuinely, I was like, fuck. He's really. He's a really bad dude. You know what I mean. Like there was never like a moment where I wavered off that. It's because he didn't make it to season seven or eight. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. I guess I don't know. Um, if I were to no, give yeah, you like, he, he was really oh, sorry. Um, if I were to give you like an actual character, I don't know, like <laughs> Brand in season five. No, he wasn't even in season five or six. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was six actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. I'll think about it. Who's yours? Hmm. Well, it was Tyrion for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but. 
I think as the as the show progressed, I started liking Tyrion less and less. Yeah. And I mean, he he just didn't really do Tyrion things anymore, you know. Dude, yeah. Pr- prime of the show, I think it's season two, is when Tyrion's hand to the king, and he's just like going around King's Landing and just fucking shit up and doing whatever he wants. It's amazing. Yeah, like when he like leads the whole like rebellion and stuff, and like just like randomly, he's like, sure, let's do it. Or not the rebellion, talking, Christ. I'm talking, talking about, about the, Blackwater? Uh, the defense of yeah, Blackwater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bla- Blackwater Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But I, I think I think over time I started liking the Hound more. Yeah, I think he's sure. probably my favorite, and he. I think he stayed uh, true to character. He's he's just he's just so lovable, even though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Even though he's like a, I don't know. Weirdly enough, I think I, th- I think my favorite character is, is probably Marjorie, just because yeah. I really liked her like her like arc and stuff, and I liked how I mean it wasn't like super interesting. It was just kind of like you know manipulating people to like get into power and stuff and like trying to keep it and not lose it. But like at the same time, like I don't know, like I I feel like she was like one of the she was a, a she's a, she's a fantastic actress which they all pretty much are like i i can't really give any critique there but like she's a great actress like she like i don't know i think she did a really good job of like pretending to like all the kings that she was with then when she was with them but i don't know i think her arc mm-hmm. was kind of cool i mean it didn't really, like i said it really didn't like go anywhere obviously because she got like killed but like um <laughs> and you know we kind of got like a dissatisfying ending that's kind of why i liked her arc it's kind of like ned stark like i liked his arc because like he died and it left me wanting more you know yeah for sure i and also by the way i think that's got to be my favorite episode when she like blew up uh blew up the uh king's uh, landing king, the sept yeah the blow up the, the sept, the of, sept of the seven yeah <laughs> Yeah, that that has got to be my favorite episode. The music in that is fantastic. Oh my god! Oh, like when doesn't it start with like that piano music? Is it? Yeah, it's like yeah, they're all like getting re- like ready in the morning, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like I, I honestly, if I hadn't watched so many like behind not behind the scenes like speculation videos and theory videos, like I would have never honestly seen that coming because I really don't pick up on that stuff very well. But like, see, that's why I don't watch any of that shit. Because then I'm genuinely surprised. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I I have I kind of I I enjoy like watching things because I don't I don't like I can't accept when things are finished. So I just like watch a bunch of stuff that other people make, and I'm like, oh, this is this is that, right? No, for sure, for sure. I mean, I'm obviously in the minority. Tons of people watch like 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 that kind of stuff and yeah, like like alt shift X the theories and stuff. Yeah. I uh, that's kind of why I liked watching like uh, Westworld honestly because like I would like watch the episode and I would sit down and be like what in God's green earth just happened and then I'd go watch <laughs> a YouTube video and be like this happened like in British accent like, this happened because of because of this reason and it was just like it was like oh and a lot of it is like speculation but usually he'll like summarize when I say him I'm talking about Alt Shift X if you haven't heard of him go check it out he has a bunch of cool stuff but like he like is <laughs> literally just like a summary and then he talks about like probably what happened and then he's like maybe this could happen <laughs> so i don't know i like i like the theory and stuff like that like all the different theories that yeah. people come up with i don't i don't understand how that guy like knows what the fuck's going on because he streams it right after the episode right 
Oh, well, okay, so oftentimes he'll just do, like, a React video after the, after the fact and just, like, talk with people about it, but mm. he'll, he'll, like, take two or three days to, like, analyze the episode and go into, like, all oh, of, like, okay, he'll, okay. like, he'll, like, talk about the books and, or, like, for, for Game of Thrones specifically, he'll go and talk about the books, he'll talk about um, all the different references to the other seasons and all the, all the other scenes in the episode and stuff. It's really interesting, um, and he does a really good job of, like, um, summarizing, like, the episode and giving, like, actual, like, theories that could realistically happen. And also tie those back to the books. So, but, you know, if you don't like that kind of thing, it's not for you. But, like, it's it was really cool. No, yeah. I, I thought he did those videos, like, or those streams. I thought that the streams, like, directly after the show was him analyzing it. And I was like, how in God's name oh, does no. he, like, <laughs> no. put that together so fast? Yeah, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't see, know. What, what's up? What are, what's, what's, like... What what's like your most memorable moments? Uh, uh kinda like I said, like Septa Baylor was the big one for me. Um I really liked um I really liked the scene where so okay, so at this point I, I haven't seen the the series in months now, so you'll have to forgive me for the names of the characters because honestly I've forgotten a couple of them. But um so they're on the boat and the, so uh Daenerys's army is like sailing or the Ironborn are sailing like around towards like the capital or something like that. I don't remember what I was in the last season. It was really good. And then their uncle just started like raining fire on them and stuff like that. And they like took her as a captive and helped me out here. What is? Oh yeah. I mean, that was, that was like, uh, right at the end of season seven, right? Uh, no, I think that was, that was just, Oh yeah, it was season seven. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cause, because, uh, fucking yara gets captured and theon just jumps off the side of the boat there we go yeah and then you think it's going to be a thing and then he just fucking walks on and gets her back in season eight with like no real uh ceremony to it at all yeah no i really liked like those scenes though and i really liked like like how like sit like some pirate action (laughs) yeah yeah like the cinematography was fantastic i liked that a lot um how that giant like fucking like gangplank just drops yeah. down onto the ship and Euron's yeah. on there being a bastard. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. One of the scenes I hated the most on on like the opposite of that is also Ironborn related when the, the uh what the king of the Ironborn what was his name that their dad forgive me. I forget his name. Uh, Jesus, I don't fucking remember. Um <laughs> is, I'm oh Ironborn. Uh this is going to kill me. <laughs> Bjorn Ironside. That's not him. <laughs> Bjorn Ironside was like a literal Viking. <laughs> Game of Thrones, Ironborn. Who is Theon's dad? Yeah. Jesus Christ. How is this so hard? Balon Greyjoy. Balon Greyjoy. Christ. Balon. My God. <laughs> when he got thrown off by his brother, like off off the bridge, I hated oh my that God. scene. It Why? seemed so anticlimactic. It was just like he was like, "Hello, brother," and he just like throws him off. It was just stupid. I hated it. <laughs> I don't know why that like sears a hole in my in my memory, but like, yeah, that's really weird. Because like, who the fuck is like, who cares about Valon Greyjoy? <laughs> it would just seem so corny. Like it was just like, "Hello, brother," and just throws him off. Yeah, that is that is kind of weird. And like you're on like. And he's he's like you know he's like drowned to be the new king or whatever like that. And he and then he comes up. He's like, "Where's my niece and nephew?" I just I kind of hated his character. 
in a weird way. Like, I mean, he's he well, was. He I was, mean, I don't think he's supposed to be likable. <laughs> well, not that he. I mean, I didn't even think he was like a good like character. Like, I I just I mean, I like the idea of his character. He's just like evil and like, you know, he's just meant to like fuck shit up. But like, it's just like. I don't know. He just seemed very like I don't like him as an actor really. I mean he he's really good at like playing off these like really intense scenes, I think. But like when it comes mm-hmm. to like like actual like like moments where he's supposed to be like like scared or shocked or like something, he just comes off as like weird to me. I don't know why. Well I feel like part of the problem is I, I know in the books Euron's like a way bigger player and he's off like actually traveling the world and like doing shit the whole time right um but like so you had joffrey and then joffrey got killed then you had ramsey and ramsey got killed and i feel like the showrunners were kind of just like all right well who's the asshole now and then they you're on here he is he's an asshole he does asshole (laughs) things you know like that that's his character you know they didn't really he didn't have any sort of origin or anything really other than he's off traveling the world so they they couldn't really make him more than that he was just filling the token asshole slot (laughs) yeah i know he was just i think he was just meant they just meant him to be crazy you know what i mean they just wanted him to look like a crazy lunatic which is they did a good job of but I, i hated like i just hated how he like portrayed it i guess is my big thing like yeah he's I mean, I, I, I thought he did a good job of being unlikable. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I disliked him in a lot of ways, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What we, I'm trying to think of, like, other, like, good scenes, though, that I really liked. I really liked a lot of, like, the battles and stuff like that, like... Battle of the Bastards. Battle of the Bastards was good. Bob and Weave, Weave more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you know what my favorite, one of my favorite scenes is? What's that? Um the the hound versus brienne fight oh like in the hills yeah oh my god what a fucking amazing scene i do like that these just two fucking brutes just they just go at each other and it's just so just visceral and they're just fucking animals like pounding on each other it's amazing Right, and you don't even know like who to cheer for because like they're both kind of do- yeah. they're, bo- they're both doing the same thing, and like I mean you know ideologically they're both like I must protect this person, but for incredibly different ways. <laughs> Absolutely, um, and either one of them could have died, and like, oh man, it's it's like almost hard to watch like how brutal that fight is. Yeah, and then the ending, he's just like, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he's just oh, lying God. there, and like she doesn't kill him or whatever. Spoiler, huh? Not that this whole thing isn't a spoiler, but yeah, it's just so funny. Like I knew he was going to come back too. I knew he would, I, but the thing is like at the same time, like what, what stops like the showrunners to just like kill him off right there when they just like chop the main character's ho- head off in the first season. You know what I mean? Like why not just leave him for dead? So like, I feel like a lot of people who didn't follow like the, like the book or the lore or any like theorizing, like, you know, actually thought he was dead. And when he came back, they were like, What? Like, when I talked to people who, like, didn't have any, like, background on the show or just, like, watch it extremely casually, they were like, wait, they're like, he's back? You know what I mean? Because I just figured he actually died. So, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, from my point of view, I don't think you even have to know anything about, like, the lore or anything. Oh, if they yeah. don't show a dead body on the screen, he's not fucking dead. Well, fair enough. Yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, for, like, how, like, how brutal and, like, how... 
like dishonest like the the show writers are to like the crowd they just like kill off main characters and stuff like that like on a whim like who's like people have died like way lesser ways than just like laying out in the field <laughs> from like a stab wound you know what i mean so i figured like why not just leave them be dead you know i don't know but at the same time i don't know there's they have both in the show which i kind of like but because you never know yeah. what's going to happen that way i guess yeah that's 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 a that's true that's a good point like what they they need some of the uh the the traditional sort of main characters getting out of situations in order for right the, yeah like if you're gonna have like characters heads getting chopped off you have to have some people like coming back like surprisingly and when you thought they were dead you have to have a little bit of both i feel like which is what that was i feel like um yeah it's a good way to to sort of balance it yeah i don't know um as a side note like i like like shows like game of thrones really make me want to like make more like orchestral music just because it's really like awesome and like it, it just it really makes like a show for me like the music oh um, yeah i have you ever like fucked with that uh i've tried but like i it's i mean I, it takes a lot of practice and hard work and stuff and like i do i make music but like it's nothing like like it, it almost requires like like a heaping like like bank of just like violin samples you know what i mean you just need like <laughs> you just need a big bank of orchestral sounds which i i have a lot of them but like not like enough to like make like an orchestral suite kind of thing um but at the same yeah. time so for example i watch so i watch the show uh, the 100 right and um their music is nothing like so their music is really really good in my opinion like they they have really good song choice granted i don't think they they make a lot of their own music but like a lot of like the big points play just like an of mice and men song or something like you know which is fine but i think they use their music like really really well in that sense like it's just like that like a big like pop song like never really pops out but it, if it comes out at the right moment it could be good you know what i mean like yeah I, yeah I don't know they they use music really really well on that show and i i really enjoy that about that show so i i really i think the music like makes the season for me what is the show about the 100 yeah okay more spoilers here for the 100 so uh the 100 is basically um it's another post-apocalyptic show right so the idea is that the the planet planet earth was nuked um for some reason that that viewers don't know about when the show first starts. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and there's a colony of humans like in space, like on this huge, huge, like air, not aircraft on this huge, uh, spaceship. And, um, eventually they learn in the very first episode, they say like, they just, they just shoot down 100 of the teenage, uh, delinquents that they have on board the ship. Right. Because we learn that they, they're sent down there cause they want to learn if the ground is habitable after all the radiation is settled right so literally (laughs) send your angsty teens yes you said they sent all the angsty teens and stuff like that and they they chipped them all and basically they're they're reading all their like their their biological signs and stuff like all their all their all the basics and they're seeing if like their blood is like boiling and like they learn if their oxygen they're you know they're doing the basic pulse ox stuff and like just making sure they're not dying on Uh, the surface basic pulse ox 
gotcha. Uh, so I've, I've been doing, I've been in lab too much. Um, no, I basically long, long story short, like they make this huge community on their, on the, on the planet. And like, they're, they're fighting for their own like survival from a lot of different things. And it's actually a really, really good show. I thought it kind of died off after season four or five, but it's one of those shows that actually like surprised me at how much they kept introducing. Cause it was like, it was super interesting. Cause I like, I like a lot of like surprises and like what I like, just like random. I never expected that moments. And so mm-hmm. like, I, I think it's a really good show. Um, I think they use the music well. I think it kind of slowed down after a while because they kind of started like running out of ideas and like where do we like, where do we stop this huge like, long story short, they find like a lot of communities and they find like savages who have lived on the planet the whole time and like they live, they find people hiding out in the mountains and stuff like that. It's just like a lot of different things that it's a good show, long story short, but Hmm. um, I would definitely check it out. But like it's, it's kind of a, the, the episodes are an hour long, kind of like Game of Thrones or they're like 40 to 40 minutes to an hour and like, yeah, like, sure. it, they're just a, it's a big commitment of a show you can't just sit down turn one on and you know go fuck Dude, off but that's that's the only kind of tv i watch <laughs> like really long episodes that you have to like commit to right well yeah i mean not not necessarily really long but like when i watch tv i'm like my that's the only thing i'm doing and i'm paying attention you know yeah fair enough i guess i i like to have tv on as a background very yeah, often <laughs> excuse me do, 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 do. <laughs> okay i like the office <laughs> sue me <laughs> sheesh oh my god it's funny yeah no it's fine i don't know i sometimes i like it in the background if i'm actually like being productive and doing stuff i like something in the background to like you know just keep my mind at ease i suppose but like i don't know i like to sit down and i've been i've been trying to get back into reading so i'm trying to watch less tv so oh yeah what have you been reading uh so i just finished the the red the first red rising book um what is that about you would absolutely love this book so this book is apparently (laughs) it's being compared to like hunger games and ender's game and stuff like that um it has just like it has all of the elements of like a hunger games esque Uh, type like a ya novel yeah like it's ba- so i'm gonna try to not spoil this this book or you know if they make it into a movie or whatever but like does it have uh, to do with mars yes okay so basically i'll try to summarize it more succinctly than i summarized the 100 um <laughs> basically uh uh red rising is a book about uh the colonization of mars right and or technically the whole galaxy right so they're trying to like the how do i how do i say this more succinctly basically the book is focused around how there are different like caste systems in in earth society in earth and mars's society now like they have sure. like they have people at the very top and they have like the slaves all the way at the very bottom they're literally slaves and they're like they're actually and this is in the first few chapters so i don't feel like uncomfortable saying this like basically the slaves of like mars are like digging out all the energy sources from in the ground like using like this like crazy te- crazy technology and they've been told their whole lives that like you know mars isn't habitable yet and like they're digging out they're paving the way for future humans to come live there and everything um Mm -hmm. but then they learn in like chapter like four or five that like apparently there are these huge enormous cities above the ground that they've been that have that have been completely hidden to them from like the the uppers of the society and so the whole the whole book is about um the one guy named darrow he's trying to get he's trying to work his way into like the uppers of the society to like bring hell down on them kind of thing just to like 
you know, prove that, like, the slaves, like, know and, like, that they're revolting against, like, the big people. So that's what the book's about. And that's in the one in the first, like, five or six chapters. So that's not too uncomfortable. But huh. it's a really, really good book. I just finished the first book. I'm on the second one now. It's it's honestly, like, one of those books where, like, the first few chapters are kind of, like, slow. Uh, but once you get further through the first through the first few it's it just picks up like crazy and it like does not stop like it's insane and hmm. i and i to be very honest with you i hate reading and so i've been trying <laughs> i've been trying to push myself get, to get back into it so like this book has really like pushed me back into like wanting to read again which is great so that's awesome yeah i've i've actually uh i'm i don't know have you read uh name of the wind no i have not because because uh like bridget gibson and nate and emily and everyone always like fucking yells at me to to read it you know okay um and nate finally found an audiobook for me he's like oh listen to it on the drive down to dc i was like all right and i fucking just listen to that shit constantly (laughs) and i just binged the shit out of it in like the first week and i read well i listened to the first two books and it's like fucking amazing see do you think at that point audiobooks are really books because I don't think they are. Because I think it's just like I think it's like more of a podcast, if anything else, like a podcast telling you a story. Don't get me wrong; right. like, I've never actually done it, so I can't. I am not one to judge, and I think it could be really cool. I just like don't think it's like. I, I feel like it's the the experience of like reading a book versus like listening to a book are like two very different things. Granted, if it's like a good audio book, like you know, and you know, if you get the same experience out of reading than you do like listening, then like God bless you, you know what I mean. But like, I feel like for a lot of people, like the actual act of like reading is like what calms them, you know what I mean. Like, and the story that goes along with it is really like the the cherry on top kind of thing. Maybe I don't know. I I really just like the story. I feel like. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck what? you're talking about. I just like I just like listening to the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I like reading, but like I'm just really fucking bad at it and like really slow. Like I honestly like I read at a pace that's probably slower than like I would actually say the words out loud. Oh my god. It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that that's super, why that audiobooks. Super mean. <laughs> huh? Uh, no, I said, "Oh my god." Like I was super mean. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you said um, it, but whatever. I don't know, but, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just a really easy way to engage with books. Because, like, I like I have so many hobbies and pastimes, I feel like, that it's impossible to make time for everything. So, like, if I can, like, consume books and media while I'm on the, like, fucking subway, like, that's a huge plus, you know? Well, how, well, how long is the subway again? Uh, well, so, I, it's an hour into the heart of dc for me but that's a bus and two separate trains but i i can listen during that entire time see that is really nice but like i wonder like you know how like you can get really bad headaches from like when you read at a car like or like on on moving vehicles like does that do you think that plays a role i i do not know that i don't get headaches (laughs) okay yeah like i get really bad like tension headaches from like reading books like in moving vehicles that can actively feel moving like planes easy like like even like I don't even know, like mostly like I I like to read on planes a lot when I'm traveling because like it's it's really nice and I I don't actively feel like I'm like shaking and it's like hard to read but cars oh my god you cannot read in a car, huh? Yeah I guess yeah I guess that'd be difficult. It's not even even if it shakes the tiniest bit it's so hard to read in a car I don't even know why I mean I do know why it's because it's shaking so much you have to like focus but it's like trying to drink out of a bottle of water. 
and just fucking splashes all over you, <laughs> no matter how, like... Do you have problems drinking out of a bottle of water? In a moving vehicle? Oh, in a moving... <laughs> <laughs> and then you just meant like, oh, oh, like in yeah, general when, yeah, like when you hold up a water bottle and you try to drink it and it just like shakes <laughs> all over your face and like because you, your parkinson's like <laughs> hits you too hard <laughs> when you try to take a nice refreshing sip and you have to go change your clothes <laughs> oh my god it's like an airplane oh Fuck. my god jesus christ my god yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I like traveling on planes because it gives me time to, like, do whatever the fuck I want. I actually don't hate, like... And for that matter, I really don't even, like, hate airports in that fact because I, I like the idea of traveling. So, like, they never really, like, depress me that much. Except mm-hmm. when they always cancel my flights. And, like, you know... Ugh. Yeah, and I have to stay overnight in the middle of bumfuck nowhere Nebraska. Sorry, Nebraska. God, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, my girlfriend was, like, pretty upset about it. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, wh- where where did you go? Because you just got that was like just like a week or um, two yeah, ago, right? Yeah, that trip that was actually flying back from Bonnaroo. Um, yeah, we oh oh yeah, yeah we had our flight canceled. Fuck, I we were about going that. from Bonnaroo to Madison, Wisconsin, and then we like got our like we had our um we had our flight canceled completely, just canceled. And so they flew us to Nebraska as an overnight because they didn't have any other f- direct flights that were open th- for that day or the next day. So they flew us to Nebraska where they had the one the next day. And then they like had they had a flight that apparently because we have the best luck in the world, they at the airport they were like, excuse me, we have uh, we'll have a bit of a delay here today. Um, we have uh, apparently all of the plane's charting systems decided to go down out of nowhere i'm like what and they're like yeah apparently like all of our uh, all of our maps on our planes decided to go fuck off and like just not work today and i'm like well great so then they delayed another like two or three hours and so I, when i got home i had just like passed out i was so upset um, oh my god yeah it was like the longest day in the world but i don't know airports can either be like whatever or they can be the most stressful thing in the world but like i don't know the uh, i get excited about a lot of things so like being in an airport is usually like hey i get to go do something or f- do see something i don't know no yeah it, it definitely is exciting I, I feel like i don't usually get bored that easy in an airport even if well my most recent flight or flight experience was was a, a shitty one like i i woke up at like i left madison at 3 a.m to fly out of chicago and i didn't get on a plane until 3 p.m oh my god it was fucking bad <laughs> that is brutal that's the, the only part about like see like something like the like a red-eye flight would be like yeah you, you get there early and hypothetically you leave early and get there like at a normal time in the day but then like when mm-hmm. it delays you're like there with everyone else who got to sleep in three extra hours and you're like well great i gotta <laughs> save twenty dollars for this yeah yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's pretty stupid. I, I always, well, I guess not anymore since I don't live in Madison, but I would, I always like, would be like, huh, 8 a.m. out of Chicago, that's not that bad. And then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two hour drive and like throw in an extra hour for rush hour. Right. And then you got to be there like an hour early. So I'm like, Oh, I didn't think that through. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally everything in my life. Like whatever I plan on, literally anything I plan on doing, I add 20 minutes. 
like oh, at least like anything I do, I'm like, I'm, I just plan it for 20 minutes later than what I think it's going to be. Even with like expecting people to show up on time. I'm just like, you know what? They're probably not going to be here till five 15. So I tell them like five o'clock and then I get there at five 15 and then they're out. See, but then it sounds like I'm late. Okay. So normally I get there on time and then like, and then I, I just always expect people to be 20 minutes late. That way I'm never disappointed. Because Damn. I know I know people are disappointing in regards to like getting places on time. So like <laughs> I just set my expectations stupid low. Damn, fair enough. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Speaking about time, it's about that time. It is. Um anyway, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh we will talk to you next time on Fandom I R I don't know what this fuck I was doing. L Fandom IRL, that's it. Fucking smooth, dude. I was trying a drum roll. It didn't work out very well. See, that was better. That sounded like you were getting like shit your face shaven or something like, you know, or like a like a motorboat, like a Harley. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, bye. Bye, everyone.